Every fucking week, he does it twice. I don't know why. I had to fix it. He didn't originally do it. Now it takes two inputs to make him actually fucking appear. As if the first time is like an accident one. Like, oh, I'll wait to see if they do it again. Maybe they don't really need me. Where the fuck is Steven? I'm under a tight deadline here because I have destroyed my home. And I need Steven to hurry up. <laughs> we can edit past this. What's what, 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 what's up? What's up? What's up? What do you mean, what's up? Of course, it's episode 34 of Morning Brew. What's up? And happy, happy belated Halloween to everybody. Halloween was yesterday. Ooh. As you can see, we are all in costume. I am wearing a long flowing robe with a leather mask on. I am, of course, the Gimp Reaper. <laughs> I put on my robe and wizard hat. He's he's Gimp Harry Potter. And I, of course, am wearing a long flowing robe and a Gimp mask. And I am Gimp Lord of the Rings. So we all think along very similar lines for Gimp Dolph. Perhaps for Gimp <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I had that idea for the Gimp Reaper two days ago because people have been putting their Halloween decorations up and I walked past that and I said to Aoife, I was like, I have a great idea. Should I stop for a second? <laughs> I guess preparing herself mentally for what was to come. And I was like, it's a costume idea. And I explained the Gimp Reaper and she was like, okay. <laughs> she just approved that one. That was the one that she approved. I was like, great. Was that just a, was that not a dismissive okay that you said? Because it sounded pretty yeah, dismissive that's, the way you said if it. I, if I had to estimate what proportion of Aoife's comments here were just Okay, with a distinct pause before and after. I guess a, a solid 30% at least. No, she was waiting for something a lot worse. Now, I didn't tell her, of course, that the Gimp Reaper, of course, has an accessory, which is, of course, a sight, but the blade has been replaced by a cock. But the main costume idea as a concept was approved. So next oh. Halloween party, baby. Hoo-hoo, Gimp Reaper coming in hot. So, so it's been replaced it. not by a dildo, but by a co- like a live cock. Like, well, it's... it'll be it'll be a flesh colored dildo, but it'll be uh, to sim because I can't find a real dick, Dan. Like that's insane. It's a costume, just like I would nah. have a real lightsaber if I dressed up as Harry Kenobi or whatever. I saw I saw a tweet the other day, just speaking of cocks, which showed someone who'd gotten a smooth Mars bar, and they said they were outraged <laughs> that the throbbing cock vein had been taken out of their Mars bar. Yeah, I know what they mean. <laughs> I know what they fucking. I don't even need to see the tweet. I know what they mean. I can picture it already. God damn. It was deeply upsetting. Oh, so this is the Halloween episode of Morning Brew. Oh, scary. You've listened to 34 of these. That is scary. <laughs> <laughs> what are you still doing here? <laughs> we haven't even listened to 34 of them. Oh. What's everyone up to? We What's sp- everyone's week's been like? I have basically been hiding from cheer trick or treaters because I live near Fingless, so it's actually more likely that there's gonna uh, that a bonfire will be set off. Then I'll get you know beautiful starry eyed. I shouldn't say beautiful. They're young, happy, starry eyed <laughs> children coming around. <laughs> no, to edit later. Cut out the word beautiful. <laughs> I was just I was just picking from my bucolic vocabulary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's West Fingless is pretty bucolic. If you look, yeah, like it's there's a nice view over the river valley. This beautiful park. They've a really it's nice true. view up there too. Yeah, it's nice. It would be, be great. It would nice. be a great place to be a dog if it wasn't for all the fireworks. But basically, there's constant fireworks around now. So, if 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 you're any sort of pet, they're just not going to sleep for mm. I think about two months. Because I, I like think they that. buy too much, and then it extends all the way into Christmas. So between now and essentially mid January is firework season over here. I like that your first thought wasn't it's a great place to own a dog. It'd be it's a great place to be a dog. <laughs> if I was a dog, I'd be fucking delighted living around here. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm more focused on the dog's happiness than the owner's happiness. <sighs> I don't give a shit about the owner thing, as long as the dog is happy out. Fair. Oh no. I, I have this... I've I've had a lot of scary things happen to me lately. Got attacked by wasps. Wish I could say wasps, but unfortunately not just wasps, just singular. Oh, I was there, yeah. <laughs> That's true. It was. Attacked, but I was there for the ten, aftermath. Ten minutes before I met Stephen, got stung nine times on the ankle by a wasp that had flown into my shoe and couldn't get out and panicked. <laughs> so, ankle swelled up like a balloon. Uh, it's fine. A little bit of ice brought it back down. It's only a wasp. Wasps here are fine. I have no allergies. I was okay. Uh, yeah, found. He, uh, he offered to offered to arrange for 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 vinegar to be put on the sting, and he was just like, "No, I don't want that." Are you supposed to put ice. vinegar on a wasp sting? Yes, everyone knows that. Oh, yes. I, I was stuck by a wasp once when I was a kid, and all I remember is distinctly like the thought going through my eight-year-old brain of, it's finally happened. Now Dan, I have, let I have me tell you, 
This is the first time in probably like 15 years I've been stung by a fucking wasp. Immediately went back to the last time I was stung by a fucking wasp. <laughs> I Mentally, had a, you mean? Yeah, I had like a split second where I was like, what the fuck was that? And then I went, oh, I know exactly what that is. That's a fucking wasp or a bee stinging me. And I looked down and sure enough, there's a fucking wasp going to town on my fucking ankle. God damn. I wish I had been a fucking bee. You just got me the once. That's what's uh-huh. gonna, so wait, wasps can like, they have like an indefinite amount of ammo, essentially. Wasps uh, can just fuck you no, over for as long as they like. They can, they can sting until their um, um, stinger gets pulled out. So eventually no, they're going to catch something at an bees ankle the where ones it comes who's, out. Bees usually kill themselves by stinging. Bees, bees, wa- bees stingers bees. are barbs. They always come out. Wasp mm. stingers will come out after a certain amount of time or if they caught at a oh. wrong angle. And then that kills them too. Um, and until then... I guess the number is infinite, technically, as long as it doesn't pull out the stinger, I suppose. Mm. Um, also, I looked it up. Well, because I, <laughs> I looked up how many times can a wasp sting, because I've seen all the little wasp sting marks. Because you, like, want, this... you wanted to know that he was dead. After well, I, just, I just thought, like, motherfucker got me nine times. Surely this isn't normal. And they were like, yeah, uh, like a human can live up to about a thousand wasp stings. I was like, That's not what I asked. What the fuck? <laughs> That's not what I asked. That's not the question at all. If I had, had was... to guess how many wasp things a human could survive, I would have guessed way higher than that. Apparently, at a, between about five and 600, oh, a kid stings. will go into shock, and about a thousand, an adult will go into shock. Between a thousand and 1500 ish. It is, it, is it is a toxic substance yeah. being injected into you. Like. Yeah, and I think as well at that point, I, I think there's also a level of like, of fear. If you're getting stung 1500 times, there's probably more than one fucking wasp following you around. It's probably yeah. a lot of wasps, so I'd imagine that there's a. There's a level of anxiety in there too that that kind of brings it about. But yeah, yeah, had that. I was cleaning cleaning up the cleaning up the house today. Um, found blood on the floor. I was like, where did that come from? And then I looked over and found yet more glass. So apparently, I haven't still not gotten rid of all the glass. Now I've officially got rid of it all. You've been stealth killing yourself over the course of like for fuck's sake months. I didn't stand not, on this would one. Not, would you not Hoover what? like? I did Hoover. I Hoovered everywhere. I thought I got it all. I don't know how the fuck I missed that one. You should do so, some of those glass magnets. <laughs> yeah, I do. It's called my foot. <laughs> Brings it all fucking up. <laughs> yeah. Then I then I unfortunately had this idea. I mean, I guess I guess I'll have to show you, Stephen. I uh, decided I was going to be very productive today and do a lot mm-hmm. of cleaning and rearranging in my home. And instead, what actually happened was was uh, was this. <laughs> so um, that's very relatable. That like looks how- like where I live as well. So, so uh, my productivity uh, went straight out the fucking window, and instead I had just have a disaster zone, which has to be cleaned up in the next hour. I think, I think you owe it to our listeners to describe your, your front room right now. Imagine you pulled out 90% of everything you own into the middle of the room and then somehow tried to clean around it. And that's, that's the state I've gotten myself to. So my two sets of shelves are spotless. And I mean, like, in terms of dust and also just items. They're the fucking spot. Not a speck on them. Not, not, not a thing to be found. Unfortunately, it is somewhere. everywhere else. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, I should have started smaller. <laughs> I should have uh, I should have maybe just, like, I decided today is going to be where I hoover the floors and, uh, and not do everything all at once in the space of two hours. Yeah. Because uh, now I just have a disaster. But that's fine. That's, that's okay. I, I, can, I, yeah. I can sleep on the couch. It rolls out into a bed. <laughs> I'm not any person to advise you, anyone, on tidying anything. But I think what you're supposed to do is tackle one small area at a time if it's really bad. Like, yeah, clear off your desk my unfortunate... and your bed. And then, you know, maybe work, work, towards, maybe work towards the laundry the next day and so on I... and so forth. No, I agree. Take it all on in one big go. Have a terrible yeah. day, but then it's clean afterwards. I look, I have to do it all or nothing. I don't fucking know why. I just his helm with, I'm uh, like this with everything. I decided today I was going to do some cleaning and instead I did the opposite and the house is so much fucking dirtier than it's ever been. <laughs> this is the worst I could have possibly made it. <laughs> the, the only difference is I finally confirmed that all the glass is gone. So I guess that's a net positive on the glass front. That's yeah, pretty awesome. That's um, how you're going to sell it to Aoife when she comes home. Look, there was a bit of glass over in the corner on the floor in between the I, stairs. I have to know. I have <laughs> to know. I keep my family safe. Also, though, got rid of a lot of spiders today. It's <coughs> also pretty good. You know, not a lot of people like spiders. I'm not particularly a fan, but now they're all gone. So I, definitely, 
I, I definitely think it's a, it, it's a big make or break moment confronting how many spiders actually live in your home. Yeah. We like to pretend it's a sterile environment, but, we, but actually there's a whole fucking ecosystem just, you know, in the walls and under the floorboards. Yeah. Well, you see, the thing is, you don't worry about that. That's, that's the land beyond. You don't consider that. <laughs> anything, anything that's beyond the plasterboard doesn't exist in my line of sight until that plasterboard comes down from the wall and hits the floor. In which case, then it becomes a problem. And until then, you just got to live with the fact that there's an unknown world around the corner. Imagining you talking to your contractor, talking about how you want really well done walls, <laughs> not you know for the sake of structural integrity, but just because I don't want to, I don't want to come to terms with the spiders, man. <laughs> this place better be fucking bulletproof. My bulletproof means spiderproof. <laughs> the bullets can get in all they want. They're very easy to clean. They're very small. <laughs> I don't, and I don't mean spider-free. I just want them kept into their own area. <laughs> they can live in the walls. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's. That's my that's been my unfortunate circumstance over the last over the last week. But you know that's okay because uh, I can move out. I I, <laughs> I I can get a new apartment instead of instead of tackling this mess. I like the idea. I'd of rather have a spiders mess. than ants. So huge. Yeah, that's true. We also had ants earlier this year. That was I annoying. Because like, ants don't actively solve any other bug problem. If you have spiders, it's less likely you're going to have anything else because the spiders are going to kill them for you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. We had a lot of ants earlier in the year. I got rid of them. That was good. I thought they were going to come back. They didn't. I also had a wasp hive last year. I <laughs> where? I just, where did the wasps uh, even post in, it, uh, in his shoe? They do, yeah, in my Reebok. No, <laughs> it, it was in the. Uh, it, it was in the. They found like a like a hole on the crawl space outside between the cement that they managed oh. to burrow into and build a little hive for oh. themselves. Um and well. Tell you one thing, if you, if you think like, oh man, that's a lot of wasps, wait till you fucking spray poison in there. <laughs> then you'll see a lot of wasps. What, do, they, do they immediately come out to attack? Like, my impression is you doing they it and just sprinting away and then they like leaving the window uh, open or something. No, no, there's no need to sprint away. You're spraying them with poison. These fucking things go nuts when they get sprayed with poison. They're dying, like, they're poisoned. You would too. Yeah. So, like, you just kind of. You just make sure that you're not like too close where any of the poison's going into your face, which, of course, at one stage when I was poisoning the wasps, uh, the wind did come by and blow poison on me, so that was fun. That was <laughs> you asserting dominance over the wasps. Yeah, this I was breathing. I was breathing in it on purpose. I was like, "Look at this queen." <gasps> then I collapse on the ground and fucking foam at the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I take it back. I take it back. But I came to a few days later, so, <laughs> and the hive is gone. Jokes on them. They don't have insurance. <laughs> I woke up in the beacon. <laughs> they woke hmm. up dead. That was one of the selling points of my insurance, by the way. They were like, ah, you can even go to the renowned Beacon Hospital. And I was like, maybe not the right time to advertise that, guys. Oh, I think, <laughs> meant, I think you meant the selling point was, sir, you look like a man who sprays himself with a lot of poison accidentally. No, they, uh, they like specifically, like they name private hospitals and private GPs and stuff, but then they specifically call out the Beacon and it's like, oh, maybe now isn't the right time to name them by name? Hmm. Maybe you just say private and then you leave it there and like maybe six months down the line we... We kick the can on this and see if we can uh, name them again. Maybe we don't be this tone deaf. But you know, that's how they, that's how they are. It's insurance companies for you. What do they fucking care? Yeah. So, I I think I would like to get a cat just to like keep the house uh, pest free. But then I think if I got a lazy cat who was like scared of mice, I'd be so furious at it that it would, <laughs> it would raise my stress more than just having mice. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think cats are the right animal for you. I, I think, uh, mm -hmm. I think a cat's not your kind of animal. I think they're too, uh, I think they're too unpredictable. And when they want to just decide they're going to run around or cause a mess, I think you want a dog. I know. I definitely want a dog. Like, I want you know, emotionally. I don't want. Yeah. To have, uh, you know, I don't want to have to second guess whether my cat likes me or not. You know, I, I want the unconditional. Oh, there's no second. Yeah, yeah, there's no, there's no second guessing. The cat doesn't like you. Yeah, I don't understand why people want. So this is this is actually my topic for the week: is would you get a pet, and what pet would you get? And this is because like so, uh, Nuria is a big cat person. You know, she grew up with cats. She thinks that they're amazing, and she's like, "Oh, look how cute also, this is." And I just think, in fairness, in fairness, Nuria is from Spain, where there is like fifty-five thousand wild fucking cats at every corner. Ah, Nuria and her mom contribute to that. They, yeah, they have yeah, like yeah. Fucking a fucking horde of thirty cats outside the house. Uh, they had yeah. like one cat and they had children and the children just escaped and now there's like an yeah. army of semi-feral cats around where Nuria's mom lives. 
Yeah, that would make God, sense. Oh, I you won't believe bang. what I saw. I saw a pack of guys and they yacked real hard. I wanted to. I twist the fingers. That is what Spanish cats sound like. Said, I don't give a fuck. I'm Snoop Doggy Cat. <laughs> Snoop Lion. Gato. Snoop Dog. Snoop Lion. Yeah, see, he even changed. Even he rewound. Yeah. Then Gato. he went back to dog. He's like, guys, I tried the catting out for a few years. It didn't work. I want the dog again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't. I wasn't sure if I liked myself every day or not, and I couldn't handle it. <laughs> I fucking love dogs, though. That, is, but it is. It is a thing. Like, I, if you get a pet and you want companionship, I want companionship where the dog, lit, where like the companion, literally thinks I'm the greatest person in the world every day, no matter what I do. I yeah, want you want a, you want a dumb animal from a pet. Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. I want a, mm-hmm. I want a thick as shit dog. Yeah. He can barely feed or walk himself. Yeah, you know. this guy. This guy takes me out to the grass, and also he throws this ball around, and also I get fed twice a day. That's what. That's the exact kind of animal you want. I, I want an animal that's so happy to see me when I come back from work. It nearly kills itself in like just spasms of joy. Wagging its tail to the extent that it breaks its spine. Yeah, sure. Why not? I dig it. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't really. I don't really want a pet. I've had to look after my mom's cat for the last couple of weeks, or while well, she's been away over the last week or so, and. I just don't need the responsibility. I don't want the responsibility at all. It's yeah. Too much work. That's like me with kids, well, except the entire for week I, will I was there. I just, <laughs> I had to skip, I had to sp- skip breakfast like every day I was working um, while I was looking after the cat because the cat's break for breakfast mate, took so long to make. What? <laughs> what are you making the cat yeah. for breakfast? I think your mom is a bougie cat. Scrambled eggs, kippers, yeah. you know. The fucking cat, it wouldn't be so bad if it was at least kippers or something. At least I could have them. But, like, the cat's kibble has to be soaked in water because she's delicate. And also the cat has to be fed sweet potato and given a pill because she's constipated and allergic to stuff. And then there's another kind of pet food that would be mixed in. And all in all, it, it involves actually just generally more preparation <laughs> than I even bother to put, put into my own breakfast most days. Got to saute like, spinach. Like that's that's as much as that's as much effort as I'm gonna put into like making myself granola. And the cat's finished her her fucking breath. Her, her the cat has all day to be eating this food, and I'm just like, I have like five <laughs> seconds to make granola here. What are we doing? It's terrible. I like to imagine that you want like there's some animal somewhere, some pet that you can feed on kebabs and take out, and that's the animal you want. <laughs> that's like a that's like a like rodents though. You know, that's like a rat. Well, the thing's gonna die in three years anyway. So like, you just give it some fucking kebabs, and it's fine. Yeah. Well, yeah is, so is is a rat the most low effort pet? I mean, I guess so. No idea. It's bit, I mean, especially like if you get like a, if you get like a like a white mouse, like a a lab mouse or a lab rat, you get that like no diseases or anything. Thing just walks around in circles all day. Doesn't really want much. Just kind of wants some crackers every now and again. Yeah. Well, pretty low rats, and ro- rats and rodents benefit a lot from being handled and stuff if they want to be socialized and so on. So, you know, they they crave love and affection the same as the rest of us. I think. Yeah, but yeah. if they're small, that's fine. <laughs> if the problem is like a big cat or a big dog that's like sits on fucking top of you and you can't do anything. But a rat would just like, I could have a rat in my hand and like work with the other hand. Fair. Okay, yeah, you, sure. Just try it. Get a rat. Yeah. I, th- I think I already have a mouse. I think I just need to catch it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fine. As long as I can catch it, it's no longer a pest. It's a pet. Yeah, I mean, as long as it's a brown mouse, you're probably fine. Yeah, probably. I mean, I can't yeah. say for sure. I'm not a fucking mouse expert, but I mean, probably. At this stage, it probably resents me with all of the poison <laughs> I put down. You know what, Dan? That's pretty fair. <laughs> I'd resent someone that was constantly trying to poison me, too. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the wasp Maybe the wasp that got me the other week was the fucking wasp from that I poisoned two years ago. He's like, you fucking prick. I finally found you. <laughs> this is for Big Jimmy. Yeah. Course, this is for the course, queen. There would have been multiple generations of wasps by then, so they'd have passed down like a story. Yeah. Of you as like this like ancestral or generational threat to them. You're like the Hitler of the wasps from that garden. Dun, and etched dun, into dun. the side of her, etched into the side of the nest. Me balancing on the edge of a chair with a can of poison in my hand. <laughs> the darkest day. <laughs> yeah, I well, like the idea that there's some like ca- there's some colony of exile wasps somewhere just training to defeat you, <laughs> <laughs> making sure that their stinger's extra height so it comes out constantly kind of yeah, fallout. the uh the one from yesterday was like a hero to them he was like the greatest <laughs> legend in the history of the hive well he left <laughs> i mean don't get me wrong i had to grab my little fucking wasp head and pull him out so maybe i accidentally squished him but i'm pretty sure he flew away so he flew <laughs> back and he was a fucking he was a hero he went back with a fucking hero's tail i'm not gonna lie i sort of admire him for that 
He, yeah. He, yeah. He basically killed Satan or attacked Satan and then left. They just need 999 more of them and then you're fucked. Well, I think it has to be like at once then. I don't think it's like over a lifetime. It's <laughs> like some counter that bings up every time you get stung by a That would really fucking suck if you were an exterminator though, right? Like you're fucking, like you get stung once at work and you just fucking keel over because it turns out you hit your limit. You didn't realize it. What's the worst job? What's a job you'd never want to fucking do? Bin man. Most jobs. Everyone yeah. says bin man. I don't actually bin- think I'd hate bin man. I think I'd used to the smell. At least you're out and about and you travel around the city. I, I don't think I'd ever get used to the smell. Heavy lifting shit pay. Uh, dangerous work hopping on off a van. Chance of getting yeah, covered in rubbish. True. Have to do driving for, for work. So you can't turn up like drunk or half cut. Can't drink on the job. Any of that stuff. I mean, you no. can if you're one of the if you're one of the bin um, one of the bin men, like one of the people that actually brings it to the truck and not the driver. You're operating heavy machinery, of course you can't. But you're not operating; you're just sticking on a fork. The fork, the fork can't drink. Yeah, the fork can't drink. You can't give it to the to the truck. Although there's an awful lot of fucking beer cans that go into bins. I'd say over the course of the day, that truck gets fucking loaded. <sighs> little little drips every now and again. To be honest, I think if the pay was good enough and the conditions, like in terms of leave and everything else, were good enough, I wouldn't mind doing most jobs. Like I'm trying to think of what, like a spe- like something morally reprehensible might would probably be problematic, or something like unbelievably disgusting, like sewer diver or something. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd do most. Do you jobs think you could become a lorry? You, would you realistically do a lorry driver job, even though like pay is doubling for them now? I couldn't hack it. It's too boring. It'd be too boring. I hate driving. There's only so I don't many like podcasts dri- Sorry, on I don't the road like driving enough at all. Yeah, I mean, like... You'd run at a podcast I I most... in an afternoon. <laughs> you, end up on the, you, you end up having to listen to the Joe Rogan show. But listen, <laughs> our most jobs, like, our most jobs tedium. Like, we're, all, we're lucky enough that we don't, we don't have to do a lot of those kind of manual jobs, but most jobs are the exact same thing again and again every day. And I don't think that, I you mean, know... fair, but only to a certain extent, I suppose. I don't know. Fucking um, to only to a certain extent, though. I mean, you know, sure, you got to click keys on a fucking keyboard every day or whatever. But then, like, the, you know, the general gist of it's changing constantly. It's not like you're typing the same shit every day. Oh, but like, not even like not even white collar work. But you know, if if a lot of people working in warehouses or in a shop or on assembly lines, a lot of that is just you know doing the same physical thing in the same spot every day. I think like. Mm. I don't know. I think I think most jobs are probably pretty terrible, and conditions are more important than the content of what you do. Oh, all day. I think exterminator. I don't think I'd like to be an exterminator. Nah, fuck that. Especially, especially like outside of somewhere like Ireland. Mm. Like especially when you have to deal with shit like fucking raccoons or whatever, or you're in a country where there's rabies, and you're like, oh, this is fucking great. <laughs> Got to deal with this fucking shit. Something might bite me tomorrow, and then I'm in the fucking. I'm either gonna be dead or gonna be fucking on bed rest for the next eight weeks, not getting paid. I don't think hmm. I'd like that. I don't think I'd like to work any of those fucking jobs um, that like are typically alpha male jobs, like working in stocks or anything like that, because I think it would just be um, you know full of pricks. Essentially, I would hate to interact with people in the office. Yeah. It also, I don't would, really it probably know. would, but um, on the other hand, extraordinary amounts of money, and uh, it would be intellectually stimulating at least. Yeah. It's actually stimulating and how much I hate the pricks I'm working with. <laughs> Coming up with new words to describe them. I also just, I don't know how that job works and um, beyond movies. And like, there's no way that that's, there's no way that's how it actually works. So I, I just I stand up I... every so often waving a piece of paper going, stocks. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, don't worry, boss. Made us $32 million today. And it's like, I don't think you did. <laughs> I don't think you did make $32 million for the company. I don't think that's true. I think you're just I think you're just saying numbers and words. Don't worry, boss. I bought us GameStock. I, I think it can only go up from here. Yeah. Getting all of my investment tips from Reddit. <laughs> that's what Rob does. I mean, in fairness, it's fucking working from. Rob's gonna be retired. <laughs> gonna be retired at 35 because he sold all of his game stunks. <laughs> just a, even with a few Dogecoin millionaires. Is it uh, not doggy coin though? No, it's Doge. I call it doggy because why not? There's a dog on the there's a dog on the logo. Why isn't it doesn't make sense that it's not called doggy? It's, a, it's mispronouncing the word dog. That's where Doge comes from. It's the Because it, it's because it's a meme. But doggy is dog A is just as much on mispronouncing the word dog as Doge. 
How do you yeah, know it's a, how do you know it's a soft G? It's, it's actually secret Venetian propaganda, so that yeah, everyone starts talking about the Doge again, and then he shows I, up in Venice. What the I thought, fuck? I Did you order anything to the house in my name? What? Why the fuck would I order? Okay, I'll deal with that later. I was gonna text asking if I ordered something to someone's house in their name. It's like, why the fuck would I? Well, what the fuck? Oh my fucking Santa! Oh yeah, fucking here. No, that's Jordan. Well, I mean, what the fuck? Like, what? Why would I be ordering shit in your name randomly, dude? I'm not fucking Santa Claus. I don't fucking see fucking Nikes online. Like, oh, Jordan would love these. Better send them to the fucking house. Get out of here. <laughs> you should start doing that. I feel like no, yeah. that you haven't done that for me yet. Yeah. What have you done for me lately? I buy you a suit. That's <laughs> yeah, true. That was Mexico. Shake of American. Yeah, I liked he, I liked he gave me that. And for a second, I, so this is for context. And I went to pick up um, the suit for the upcoming wedding. And at, at this kind of just making sure everything vaguely fit, um, you know, your man did the tie, which, you know, was done in a specific knot. So basically, just leaving that tie done until the wedding. Well, um, although you tried then, it back, although you tried it back on again. So I'm sure that knot is now already gone. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure what is, what is thought process of there. Um, but I, I can learn how to do that knot, but he seemed to be very, don't put this back on. I don't, you know, put this, put it back on as is. I've already taken it off. I'm sure it's not really working. Anyway, but he also gave me a Che Guevara pin. And I'm like, did, did Adam request this? Is this, is this no. part of his vision for the wedding? Is just, we all have Che Guevara on our lapels. Where did you find um, this man, Adam? Where did you find this know. suit shop? Who found I, this suit I, shop for you? Who sent I you to did, this place? I he's walked, out of his fucking I mind. Around. I know he's out of his fucking mind because I was on to Rob and I don't really want to go over it again because it's making me really mad. <laughs> because I'm getting told one thing from this fucking guy and then people show up and they're getting told to come back a different day. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to have to go back three different times. I know. Suit. And I don't understand because he showed me your suit. He had it. I don't understand why he didn't have all of it. Oh, he also Dad remember the way. Remember, it. Wait, remember. It, I, 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 didn't you ask us for our suit sizes? Yes, and I got them. Yeah, 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 yeah. He uh, he asked me my suit size in the shop again. I, he was just like, "What, what, what size are your what size are your trousers?" And I go, "Thirty uh, four. But that's not my suit size, of course, which I had to check at home because you know suit trousers are sort of different to your jeans. And you're just like, oh, no, no, I just won't do it. All, all. Anyway, here we are. Here we are. Mine's just been altered. Oh, gave... in the, uh, mine's just been altered in the other in the other alteration shop that isn't the one that he usually sends people to, uh, because his <laughs> did, alteration did you go there shop. Spy? No, because he sent us. He sent me and Rob to this other alteration shop, shop with my suit, uh, because the guy he'd normally go to that would be offer offer like, oh yeah, no problem, one day tournament. Um, his electricity was gone and he had to shut down for the day. He had no electricity in his tailor shop. Oh. I don't know what, like, as I say, I don't know what's happening. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. All you're doing is taking up the leg. You only need a fucking needle and thread for that, dude. What the fuck do you need electricity for? Don't know, fucking... as, as long as the sun's <laughs> out, you're fine. Yeah. Okay, I, just, I, I don't know. This is fucking insane to me. He, uh, I look, whatever. Anyway, I bought you a fucking suit and a Che Guevara pin. Enjoy it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You should have sent that to your brother as well. They were all shake of our pins for all at the wedding. He asked Dan. He said, "Here, I'll give you a pin." He said, "You shake of our man." <laughs> he handed Dan a shake of our pin. So now Dan's suit consists of a shake of our pin <laughs> and other stuff. To be fair, I'm not showing up nude just with one tactfully placed pin. I like you say tactfully, shame. tactfully placed and nude, as if you wouldn't have to stab the pin into your skin somewhere. <laughs> I don't think there's tact at that point. As just stuck for I... your fucking nipple. <laughs> tactfully placed as in to preserve, you know, the tasteful, the tasteful air of mystery. I'll have a cover my penis hole. And I'll be like, oh, he's, he's basically clothed. <laughs> anyway, it's fine. I also collected my suit that day. I had to, because of your interaction, Stephen, I rushed into town the next day. Um, rushed into town the next day, got in there just as Dan had gotten in, got all the stuff sorted, paid for everything. He told me to send Rob in tomorrow and I went, great, Rob's going in tomorrow anyway. Rob texts me and he's like, yeah, he didn't have the suit. I was like, I don't, I, I don't understand. He literally told me 24 hours ago to send you in. I don't understand. What? I don't understand why he keeps telling me to send people in if he doesn't have the stuff. Send maybe them in a different suits, day. His suit, maybe other people keep coming in and swooping in and buying the suits just more moments before Rob does or I, anyone else does. 
I, fu- I don't know. And then the fact that you have to go back doesn't make sense because he showed us your suit. He had it in a bag. He pointed yeah. out and he said, oh, is this the guy from the wedding party? And he literally had a note on it that said Stephen Burke. And I was like, yeah. Uh, and he's like, great. I'll put the tie in and I'll put the, the fucking handkerchief in and all the rest of it, whatever, the clip or whatever. He, the doesn't, tie have, clip. he, he doesn't have the shirts. <laughs> I don't get it. He had the shirt. I seen it. Dan walked away with one. <laughs> maybe, he sold, maybe he sold Dan the shirt that I was supposed to go, go and get. I fucking hope not. That wouldn't fit. <laughs> oh, I'm so okay. Whatever, whatever. I have, a su- I have a suit right great. here. I have a suit. I have a suit right here in this cupboard. I can, I can wear no. that. <laughs> you, you have a suit on a fucking tailor on Abbey Street or whatever, but not the right tailor. The other tailor, I guess. <laughs> <sighs> okay, I that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I hope it didn't charge you for alterations for my suit because uh, I think I'm paying down there. Yeah, you are. Uh, send me the send me the bill when you get it. Revolute me the bill and I'll pay the bill. <laughs> it shouldn't be much. Revolute me the bill. It's grand. It's only 50 quid, probably. Yeah, it's grand. Just send it to me. <sighs> um, but yeah, that, that's, 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 that's fine. We're four weeks away at this point. That's crazy. That's nuts. I know. I hope, I the, can't believe... I hope the shirt doesn't need to be altered as well. Sometimes <laughs> they do. Looks like. If it does, I'll just cut off the fucking ends of it and pull it down. <laughs> Isn't that just a white shirt? Like, nah. I feel like I, feel... I don't know. Is it a what? What? It's what's this black tie? So is it a wing collar situation or something? No, it's just a regular white shirt. White white shirt. You can oh. definitely sub in a different white shirt and get away with it. Like, I won't tell. Mm. I might tell. I'm already telling Adam. He's going to wear a normal <laughs> white shirt and try to get away with it. I mean, it's already paid for. <laughs> it's not like if you. It's not like if you use a different shirt, I benefit. I just paid for a shirt that no one has. <laughs> the less the moral of the story, kids, is never get married. It's too much effort. Just mm. have, a, have a common law. Still time marriage. for you. Still time for you, Dan. Oh, the, yeah, the, like, like like the like the way people uh, like the way pe- people sort of. Uh, what's the word? They pop, People of a certain age and demographic in Ireland will refer to some such common law wife. <laughs> owl gals? I don't know. What... Yeah, owl, owl cunts. Owl people? Owl cunts. Arseholes. Owl arseholes. I mean, yeah, I think like, you know, my friend, so I was at a wedding last weekend and it was nice. They like the actual, it was actually just a reception uh, where they'd like rented out a brewery. And you just stayed cool. there for a few hours. It was nice. But they'd actually gotten married the previous weekend and it was just a small family thing. And I remember mm-hmm. partially thinking, but you, you've gotten away with it. You got, you're already married now. You, you don't have to go to the stress of the party. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My original thought was just to get married in Vegas and just rent a reception room. But that didn't pan out, did it? Stupid now, family. Now here I am. I'm still waiting on a passport that may or may not come because apparently it's <laughs> ready or not. I don't fucking know anymore. I don't want to talk about that. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not doing it again. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I have everything sorted that I need to get sorted. I'm just waiting on a fucking stupid book to show up in the post that maybe won't. Let's find out. <laughs> Let's find out in the next adventures of Adam Sue's the Department of Foreign Affairs. Through <laughs> Simon Coveney in person. This is your fault, Simon. <laughs> Just marching in and handing him the summons. Yeah. <laughs> I believe you are the department. Have this, Mr. Foreign Affairs. Anyway, in oh. summary, I think I would have a dog as a pet. And that's yeah. the end of my topic. Yeah, I'll, I'll, get a, I'll get a dog. I'll get a big stupid fucking lab that I can throw into a river. And then he'll come back out and I'll throw him back in again. It'll be a game. <laughs> you don't, you don't I need definitely to throw want a, a small dog. Of course you can. He'll do that. They'll do that himself. That, yeah. Yeah, but that's not a game for him though. That's just jumping into a river. The game everything is, is a game. Everything is a game for a Labrador. That's fair. I genuinely don't think that they have like a concept of seriousness. Uh, probably not. I'll tell you when I get one. I'd learn a small dog because it costs way less to feed. Huh. Mm, that's fair. What's the point in having bank money though? If you're not going to have a good job or a good dog. A good job as well. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. When I interviewed for a promotion, I was like, "Well, you know, I'm looking to get a dog, so that's a lot of money." <laughs> I don't have lab money quite yet. Maybe retriever money, but I'm looking for lab money. <laughs> I'm looking to get that big promotion. 
I want one of those incredibly rare breeds that are super fragile, and I have to feed it like st- like wagyu beef every day, or else it's gonna die. <laughs> I speaking of Halloween, actually, since we're coming up to this, Halloween was yesterday. I had a scary experience happen to me in the fucking gym this morning. So I'm in the, in the gym, get my morning workout in, end up on the treadmill to to finish off, and uh, mm. I, <laughs> I'm the only one there. It's like thirteen treadmills or whatever that are all empty. So gym is mostly empty at this point. No one's really there. Um, mm. And then <laughs> I'm running on the treadmill and I look down and I see a hand and a cloth <laughs> cleaning the <laughs> treadmill I'm on. The only fucking treadmill in use. I look what? down and there's a hand fucking like basically between my fucking legs with a cloth on and a rubber glove cleaning down this fucking treadmill. <laughs> and, like, and so the cleaner is like on her knees in front of the treadmill that's already at an angle. So like her face would be like, <laughs> her face must be like kind of like just hovering away from like hitting the fucking treadmill. And her mm. hand is like reaching in as if she's trying to like get a pen she dropped behind her desk. And she's cleaning the fucking treadmill belt as I'm running on it. <laughs> wiping it back and forth to clean the thing down and then she moves on and she's cleaning down the fucking like the like the handle stuff that's on the corner and i'm looking at this woman like is, am i being pranked is, is Wait, like a fucking... they clean the treadmill belt the thing people walk on yeah yeah you always clean the belt because the belt doesn't, is filthy yeah it doesn't strike me though as being all that sensible to do it to cover it's not to cover well, a running moving. surface with soapy fucking water yeah what, what is happening here? Are they that that strikes me as somebody who's just trying to sabotage their sabotage their workplace into having to pay out for a fucking claim. <laughs> I think this treadmill's cursed. I brought this up before, maybe not on this podcast, maybe this is just in IRL, in real life, in real Z's. But I'm on the treadmill before and the uh, the power in the gym went down. And you would expect because it's a treadmill that this thing has like a function built in where it's slowly, gradually slow like the motor stops and it slows down. It uh, didn't happen. The thing suddenly halted to a stop. I was running pretty fast at this stage. So I crashed into the fucking, like, the front of it. And then almost went <laughs> back off the back of it. And had to, like, and, like, just grabbed onto the fucking, like, the, the, like, handlebar thing up front that monitors your heart rate to hold on. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, what the fuck happened there? And then the man comes over. He's like, oh, sorry, power went off. And now, <laughs> fucking, look, <laughs> look down and have my fucking, have a fucking hand between my legs, cleaning the fucking belt down with a cloth. Well, I'm trying to get a fucking run in in the morning. I don't know what's going on with this place. Terrifying. <laughs> which, which which one is it? Which mean which which? It's the Flyfit and Randler. It's the one uh, at the very. It's the one. It's the treadmill literally outside the office where they sit in the in the in the Flyfit and Randler. And I'm convinced now that it's just it's either haunted or it's some kind of weird fucking prank. But it's <laughs> the second bizarre experience I've had on it. First of all, the treadmill not reacting the way a treadmill should react. And then the second was a fucking hand <laughs> reaching out from the fucking middle of nowhere to clean down the belt as I'm running. I mean... Happy you Halloween! De- you, de- you described it as a spooky experience, but if I'm honest, it sounded more like a letter to penthouse when you start. So I look the- down and I see a hand reaching across the treadmill. Dan, there is nothing sexy about a rubber glove. <laughs> Speak for yourself. There's, there's nothing sexy about a rubber glove. Not, not but that'd be a lesson thing. to all of you perverts. You're wrong. There's a reason uh, why those fake nurse outfits that are all sexy don't actually come with rubber gloves. Because you know what? They're not sexy. They're elastic. That's true. No. It's probably a latex glove or something, isn't it? Yeah. Like if, if they had the full on like the rubber gloves used to like clean the sink, that would be a very funny image. Yeah. If you want to know what. Fi- if you want to know what a real latex glove feels like, I suppose, I guess air dry out a fucking condom and rub that against your cock for a minute and you'll realize why latex gloves are not sexy in the slightest. They're dry. <laughs> it's like fucking sandpaper. Don't touch yourself with that. <laughs> Don't do it. Our listeners are all old enough to do what they want, I hope. They're old enough to do what they want. This is just some good advice from... Uh, from someone who's d- d- giving out advice. <laughs> this is good <laughs> advice. I'll tell you one thing. I've, li- I've lived a long life and I've never thought, you know, it'd be great fucking latex right now. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay. Who, el- who, wants to- who wants to ring us out before we end the spooky Halloween episode of Morning Brew? Morning Brew! <laughs> Morning Brew with a U in it. <laughs> oh, that is scary. Do-do-do-do. Do, do, We've do, been do. taken in by the Germans. Do, 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 do.
Nobody else knows. You should feel, very, you you should feel very lucky that we let you do the whole thing. Is this because you don't know the lyrics? I don't know oh, if there are lyrics. Yes. Yeah, there are lyrics. Yeah, I just think like the zany the Adams yeah, family. Yeah, yeah, it ends on it, yeah, it ends on the Adams family, but I don't know what all the other words are up to that point because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I should, I guess. I've seen the Adams family enough where it should have imprinted on me. Those two movies, and especially the second one from the nineties, are like shockingly good. Like it's good. exactly the type of movie you would expect to be fucking dreadful. Like kind of like oh, of course it's good. Big big movie, <laughs> late night kind of children's pablum. But no, it's hilarious. They're both excellent. Yeah. They're they're movies that are and are dulled down a little bit so kids can watch them. But the very clear intentions are there for the adults that understand what's going on. There's two sexy ghost you know people that I mean. want to fuck twenty four seven. And you could tell they do because they got a lot of kids. And then, <laughs> then there's wacky hijinks. And that thing with the hair. The yeah. thing. Yeah, there you go. I, I think... Um, no, Uncle Fester's the one with no hair whatsoever. Yeah, oh. yeah. Unlike, or does he? <laughs> ah. Yeah, see? More innuendo. Kids will understand I, one day. I'm convinced <laughs> that that scene in the second one where they reenact Thanksgiving... And the Adams kids and all the nerds play the Native Americans and st- stage a rebellion because when they're, they're at doing, camp, yeah, because they're doing what yeah. the Native Americans should have done and killed all the pilgrims. I think, <laughs> that's, I, th- I think that scene like made a whole generation of woke kids who knew that <laughs> <laughs> the white establishment told lies. Well, yeah, probably. What <laughs> I I don't really, I don't really want to touch on this, but. You know the Alec Baldwin stuff that happened recently? The article that came out after that happened is the funniest fucking article because right as it came out, the LA Times puts out an article and they're talking about like, you know, what the incident that happened, the unfortunate death, the the rushed hospital for the other victim um, who's who's now, I get maybe still in hospital at this point. I don't know anymore. But there's a part in the middle of it randomly (laughs) where they say that we reached out to Alec Baldwin for comment as he was waiting outside the sheriff's office in tears, but didn't get a response. And it's like, what? Are, you're, are, you, are you confused as to why you response? <laughs> like, as he's accidentally just murdered somebody? And you're like, are you like confused by how you didn't get one? Or what's going on here? Seems pretty guilty <laughs> to me. Like, they wrote it as if, like, yeah, we don't get it. He was just standing there. Why not tell us what's going on? It's like... Be- what <laughs> and, and also they attached pictures of him outside the sheriff's office very clearly in tears on the phone I don't know who he's talking to and then another one where he's hunched over seemingly gonna vomit <laughs> and it's like yeah we didn't get we didn't get a response and it's like um, yeah yeah I bet you didn't <laughs> I, can, I can fully understand why you weren't able to get a response from Alec Baldwin hours after a tragic incident on set <laughs> uh. Also, I got in trouble over a tweet, so I had to take it down. <laughs> what was the tweet? Tell us all about it. Dish, dish. What was the tweet? What was the, the tweet? tweet? Uh, the, there was like a, do you know those Twitter moments where it's like, oh, it's, you know, just tells you a bunch of garbage. And it's like, oh, what does this mean? What does that mean? It's just a giant tread that they promote. <clears throat> Probably because this person has paid Twitter to put them up on like this moment or whatever for millions to see. They, they, <laughs> they said, Alex... Alex Baldwin is a producer on Rust. What exactly does that mean? So I pro-tweeted them and I said, it means he'll produce a fucking gun if you don't watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, oh, people didn't like oh, that no. one. Oh, oh. Salty. Yeah. Fucking hell, you should have left that yeah. one up. That one, got, uh, that, one got, that one got a little bit too spicy too quickly, so I, got to, I had to take that one down. That was, uh... doesn't, doesn't Alec Baldwin bear corporate responsibility as one of the executive producers, though? Yeah, well, I mean, I was also I was the person that pulled the fucking trigger. <laughs> well, that <laughs> too, know? of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but oh, by, all account, by all accounts, he was, you know, sob story, blah, blah, blah. Oh my God, I can't believe I was handed a gun around it. And, and then it's just like, hmm, here are all the, here's some of the reporting. Uh, so you hired a prop master who'd never worked with guns before in a professional capacity and, uh, or certainly not in a leading professional capacity uh, and and cut costs all over the place. 
in the in the studio so much that your original camera crew walked out because they said it wasn't safe. Do you think maybe you should have taken a hint? Hmm? Huh? Hmm? Also, also the armorer that they hired apparently was on a podcast like re- before they started shooting, saying oh. like, "Yeah, I have no idea if I'm if I'm qualified to do this for this what movie." And it's like, oh hell. no, no, lads, no. Yeah, yeah, I took that one down though because that got a little bit too heated too quick. Which uh, I mean. I, I understand. I it got heated for the wrong reason. <laughs> if you're gonna get mad at me, get mad at me about <laughs> the person who has tragically lost their life on set, um, because that sucks. Not for like you know super millionaire Alec Baldwin, who other than you know, I don't know how like you know. I'm assuming there's gonna be a certain amount of like guilt and trauma attached to him for this for a while. But other than this, is gonna be perfectly fine, and also is gonna go back to his giant Hollywood super mansion. Is he you know, not gonna I, be? Is he not gonna be criminally liable if he's the producer? You know, no, probably you... not. Um, All right. Well, he did pull the trigger, so it could be. He yeah. could be. He could be done for involuntary manslaughter, I suppose. Yeah, I don't. I don't see anything like that happening. I. I just. I don't see any legal ramifications coming his way. Um, I wouldn't be so sure. There are. There are criminal proceedings and a criminal investigation at present. He probably very well likely face some charges. I mean, we'll see. I. I, I wouldn't say so. Um. You know, I he probably should. <laughs> you know, you do you do bad thing. You probably should face some form of punishment. Um, you know, I'm sure I'm sure Alec Baldwin himself is is pretty upset. He did from the photos right afterwards. He did look like he was extraordinarily distraught, as you would be. Um, yeah. you know, um, but he, yeah, he got a got a little, little bit too hot for my liking. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit too close to the sun on that one. <laughs> I guess it was a little bit too soon. Ah, what are you going to do? Well, not, nothing now. You've already said it. Well, I took it back. You know, that's okay. And then repost it, you coward. <laughs> now I have to repost it. I believe I in nothing as strongly it. as this. I want to talk about the metaverse. <laughs> okay. Is it related to the Snyderverse in any way? I haven't been able to find out. That's this Facebook situation. That they're doing now. Mark Zuckerberg wants us all to live in Habbo Hotel or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, like Vior Habbo Hotel. Do you does anybody actually want to spend any more time not in physical like spending more time in isolation from our friends and colleagues um mediated through the internet after an entire fucking pandemic of all this shit? Yeah, like, it seems do, very does anybody actually want to do this? I think this is great. I hate Facebook. I hate VR, but I am going to now start up an account. I'm going to drop my headset on every morning when I want to check my notifications on my newsfeed or whatever. You have, to, you have to say the code words. You have to touch your hands to the side plates and yell Zucker up, and then it, it initiates, <laughs> and you enter into the metaverse. And, and Mark's uh, there, and Penelope's yeah. there. Everyone's there. There's, there's a robot on Mark, and he's like, hey, did you want to know your notifications? And you say yes, and they say like, oh, uh, this person posted Nazi stuff again. You're like, ha, yeah, of course they did. And he's like, yeah. And then he just kind of stares at you for a while and then you kind of wonder about the metaverse, find out what's going on, you know, see a bunch of unsavory shit that you don't want to see. Um, I assume it's still the same as Facebook always has been where it'll be a bunch of people that don't pay any attention to how the real world works or read anything that comes out, but they'll take the first three words of a headline, not even the full headline, and jump on that as if it's the story. Uh, that's always yeah. fun. That's always lovely. How long do you think uh, it'll? How long do you think it'll take them to ban KKK avatars, which will inevitably become <laughs> a thing on the metaverse? Is this I just did... Second Life? Is that what they've made? They've they haven't Pretty even much, done that. Yeah. They've just they've just like basically copied all of the like, I think VR Party is what the other mm. one is called, where it's just like you have VR characters and like people just meet up in this like little virtual world stuff, and uh, they've just copied it. You know, they've just decided, hey, we have a headset. And, you know, we have billions of dollars, so we're just going to do this, and that's their weird like metaverse shit. And as far as I know, Facebook isn't actually getting renamed, though. Like the parent company is, but Facebook as a website is staying Facebook. I imagine which... it's a nightmare to rename your company. Nah. If all I, right. I, 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 I nah. they've already done it. all this shit. Not gonna lie, they've already mm. done it. Should have already renamed Facebook to Meta. So I mean, I don't understand why like the URL for fucking Facebook.com can't change. Well, when was the last time anyone even used Facebook in our generation? Like, I don't, I don't think I've logged on to Facebook in maybe like five three minutes years ago. You were on WhatsApp, WhatsApping me. 
I no, WhatsApp does count. Yeah, fair enough. But Facebook itself, which presumably, you know, presumably this isn't Facebook trying to save its WhatsApp market. This is Facebook trying to repurpose its uh, Facebook market. I think it's trying well, to repurpose I think, the I think entire company. I think it's enjoying a, a bit of an afterlife in the form of like an alternative to Google Groups or whatever, because that's the only thing I have it for at the moment. Okay. I have it for one. I have it for one one group that I have to be in, <sighs> which is hugely annoying. Yeah, I don't. I just went on to Facebook and I'm still logged in after years. That's... I don't. Ha- I don't have a. I don't have a Facebook account. I have. I have WhatsApp, which is now owned by Facebook. Um, mm. but I don't. I don't use Facebook. It's never appealed to me as a website. It never will. Um, but most people I know have a Facebook. Most people I know use it, even if they only log in, like you know, just to check things. They still log in and use it. Um. Which is bizarre to me because, like, I don't know how you can say you don't use something if you're on it regularly. <laughs> to be honest, I mean, do you know what? You know, do you know what's super embarrassing? I was one of the first people in our school to be on Facebook. Literally, literally, no. When it was still a college site. When it was into like this was like probably what year two thousand. When it was about raiding hotties. Yeah, <laughs> raiding hotties or whatever. No, when it was still invite only, I was on Facebook. Yeah, when that's when stopped. it was still college based. Then I turned it off in 2012 because I realized it was uh, a massive time sink, a waste of everyone's time. He should have got onto Facebook, immediately turned it into a college dating app, and then bailed. Mm. Yep. And then he could have spent the entirety of his 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s as a billionaire without any of the weird shit that he's gotten up to since. <laughs> you know? That's, that's the key. It's the fucking. It's like the Bebo scam all over again, where your man from Bebo mm-hmm. just gets continuously richer by constantly rebuying and selling Bebo. And I don't understand how he does it. He's done it like four <laughs> times. <laughs> Me and Dan were only talking about this a few months back. I, for some reason in my head, I feel like Bebo sold for three hundred million dollars. Mm. Bebo actually sold for like seven hundred million dollars. What? <laughs> then it collapsed and he bought it back for like a million dollars then he sold that for like 30 million dollars then that collapsed and he bought it back again then he sold it again to like Amazon this fucking guy's a genius <laughs> he's iconic he's, he's just I don't understand how people keep thinking it's going to be a good investment I like, know it's, stage, it's famous as defunct mm. you know it's like MySpace you know it, it's just shorthand for not used anymore <laughs> crazy it's fucking nuts to me that guy is a ge- he's the only true genius of our era he has managed <laughs> to somehow rob hundreds of millions of dollars multiple times with the same grift at the same time every time <laughs> and it's insanely great i don't know how he fucking does it genius and he never poisoned the well of political discussion <laughs> he never had the chance to be fair but still no he made it he made 700 million dollars by people drawing cocks on each other's fucking bebo walls and he was like, I can't believe this is working. It's working. It's working. I can't believe it's working. I'm getting richer by the minute. And Woo. then he did. And then I assume he moved off with his beautiful wife to a beautiful house. And he was like, great. This is awesome. Mm. <laughs> Your 30s rule. Everyone should get into their 30s like this. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I have no... I've, the whole meta thing is bizarre. I don't, I don't really understand it. I don't really understand the whole Facebook viewer strategy in general, to be honest. No. Especially because they do stuff where I don't understand where... like. I just don't understand where the money is. Like, I don't understand if they're just doing things for fun. Like, Resident Evil VR is out now. And, Think but about that's the a... amount of advertising that's going to be choked at you 24-7 on that thing. It already has happened. I had a Twitter ad about mm. Meta earlier today. <laughs> um, yeah, I, they are, like, they have stuff like Resident Evil 4 VR, which is, like, exclusive to, like, Facebook's VR service. But, like, I, I don't know whether you buy it or don't buy it or whether it's, like, subscription-based. I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't understand what Facebook is anymore. <laughs> I feel like I should understand what Facebook is, and people younger than me shouldn't, and I feel like no one understands what Facebook is. Young or old. I don't even think Mark knows. Isn't part of the thing about Facebook as well as the younger generation don't want that kind of, the type of central thing that Facebook is anyway? Even if you got well, a Facebook just with young people, they wouldn't use it because like, I mean, Facebook's... an Instagram or a Snapchat model works better. Yeah, well, also because Facebook is like, admittedly, it's, it's pretty fucking lame, like... You know, there's no, there's no, I don't know. There's like no point to it. Like there's no real interactivity. There's no like, I, I just don't get it. Like it's, it's just a bunch of people 
every Facebook thread I've ever seen is the same people over and over and over again, and I don't get what they're doing on it. So I don't. Of course, it's not fun for young people. All young people want to do is troll the shit out of each other anyway. I'm convinced that there are people who are friends because they're the only people left on Facebook. So Maybe. Who are like friends of friends and now they're the only people who respond to each other's posts. Maybe. I don't wonder I, w- I don't wonder sometimes whether it, it doesn't make absolute it doesn't doesn't in some respects ruin friendships because sometimes friendships are only meant to be a short term thing and uh you know, pe- where people are thrust together thrust together by circumstance and that friendship is going to last perfectly well for the time that they're thrust together by circumstance and could be looked back on fondly if people didn't have to look at their posts on Twitter for the next seven, eight, ten years. And just think, what did I ever see in that person? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've had to mute a few people recently that we know. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't working out. I, I, the other thing about Facebook <laughs> as well is that... Uh, dish, dish. Yeah. No, 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 that's fine. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. You can about. bleep them. No, no, that's fine. We'll uh, <laughs> we'll leave that away. I uh, the other thing about Facebook is is that, and I, I agree with you. I think it definitely kills friendships because there's certain views that people say are political views that you don't want to know someone else has because they're not actually political views. They're just really racist and obscene, <laughs> and you can't mm. really ever put that genie back in the bottle. Mm-mm. You know, like someone can be, someone can have a different political view than you, or they can disagree with you on certain things. But when they start delving into the weird Nazi shit, like that, you can't really ever not not judge them for that. <laughs> you really gotta, you really gotta judge them for that. You know, like when it's a case of like, oh, get all these foreigners out of Britain, and then Brexit happens, and they they get rid of everyone, and then they say, oh, all these fucking foreigners aren't here to have our jobs back. And it's like, I just, I don't, there's no winning with you people. I just, there's no winning here. And unfortunately now I know that you're just weird racist. And I just thought I didn't need that in my life. I was perfectly fine for us to occasionally have a pint together. But the topic never changes other than like three or four pre-specified things. Oh yeah. Every, everything uh, on Facebook, yeah, everything on Facebook is either COVID no, no, yeah. or, or racism. Yeah. Or politics. Yeah, and that's Except that's by design. That's by design, by the way, in the Facebook algorithm. Facebook algorithm isn't supposed to, um, you know, help you maintain your friendships. It's supposed to help you maintain engagement. So, whereas you may have added someone on a Facebook in order to, um, you know, maintain at least some way of contacting them, if you didn't have their phone number or, you know, went your separate ways down the line, and you felt like staying in contact with them. You're actually being what what the content of there is that's promoted to you in the in the brief time that you've allocated or the time that you allocate to spend paying attention to them is filled up with stuff that's supposed to make you as angry as possible, not like happy pictures of your time together or their up their, their latest life updates and stuff. That's not the priority for Facebook, as far as I can tell. Anyway, the other crazy thing about Facebook, and it's the, it's the only really thing I have to say about it because I'm not a Facebook guy. I've never been mm. on it. You know how companies use Facebook and stuff a lot? And you just mentioned engagement and stuff, and they have all these like videos and things, and like they have all like, oh, this got 18 million views and stuff. I don't understand why people are still using that knowing it's fake. Hmm. And they're still just using it. And that's kind of bizarre to me. Like that <laughs> kind of feels like it's it's like if I sold you a protein powder and like eight months after using it, I was like, Yeah, it's it doesn't actually do anything, it's flour. And then, like, you decided you were going to keep using it to, like, try and trick yourself into saying that's worth the money or something. It's bizarre to me. Mm. I just don't get it. I don't understand. Like, it's not, I don't believe anyone really uses Facebook anyway. I think that's why all the fake numbers are there. Welcome to my cubby. What, what do you, they, you, you don't put me in this box, bitch. You're in the box now, baby. No! In the box. Is it me? As long as it doesn't close the door over us. Is there is there like a cupboard door you can close over us? This episode is going to be four or five hours long, of which four hours is just us crying. Trying to the escape darkness. the box? Yeah. It's like an escape room, but you're stuck in a cubby <laughs> version. This is, oh, this is what a virtual oh. escape room looks like. Genius. I never thought of that. Yeah. Oh, look, sell that escape, to, can sell the box. That, we can sell that to Marky Mark for thousands. Thousands? <laughs> Open a little bit. He overspends on everything and we, we underpay. <laughs> I tell you what, that's man. All, let me tell you, that's all the idea is worth, even in his money. <laughs> even in Zucker coins. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And with that, I think it's time that we, we, we get on out of here. This Woo! has been episode 34 of Morning Brew. 
This, of course, has been our post-Halloween episode. Hope everyone had a great Halloween. Maybe maybe you actually had plans this Halloween since it can happen again, maybe. Who knows? I've eaten all my trick-or-treat candy. What's the best trick-or-treat candy you ever got? Go. Obviously, the mini Snickers bars. There you go. Perfect. Dan, go. Oh, I've once got an absolutely gigantic Toblerone. Oh, that's cork. That's fucked up. I, I, I've uh, never, I've never gotten a pro- cork. Ooh. I think I've gotten one real size bar in my entire fucking life, and that was a picnic bar. I think that's the only thing. Like you know, like what I like about the bag of stuff is when the sour sweets have all like the the frosting fall off them and get adhere to the chocolate. How good is that? That's pretty great. Create your own Frankenstein chocolate. Yeah. Or when <laughs> Frankenstein. Yeah, like gummy when, they, caramel. when the sour when the sour sweets kind of just shed their coating and it gets onto all of the other sweets that's my fucking jam man i love that shit i agree with you but you could have used a much nicer word than shed it makes it sound so fucking foul <laughs> skin quick 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 or- the fruit pastas are molting <laughs> oh they've gone into their larval stage okay <laughs> happy halloween goodbye Spooky goodbye. 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 (laughs) Get out.